Thanks to OMF, Australian-owned and designed Australia last night. They're 2-0 now. That's 0-2, that should be, after being smashed by South Africa. Game two of their World Cup campaign, 134-run loss. Bryce McGain watched every ball bowled, I'm sure, the SEN cricket expert. Bryce, good morning. We appreciate your time this morning. Um, I struggle with the 50-over game watching it, and now I'm really struggling watching it. <laughs> it's, it's maybe got to do with the time zone as well, guys. Great to be catching up with you and Scotty. Look, it was another disappointing performance by Australia. I'd love to be able to... Um, and was looking forward to talking to you this morning and saying, gee, Australia have bounced back and they've shown that they're, they're right in this contest. But uh, there, are, there seem to be a lot of problems. And one of them seems to be slippery fingers. They drop five catches. They're not executing their bowling. And their batting lacks a bit of imagination and a bit of boldness. So... Um, just a few little problems for the Aussie team just at the moment. Mitch Marsh has opened. He, he was in unbelievable white ball form going in, uh, and he was captaining, and it was going okay. He wasn't having huge success, but he was going okay. He goes to the top of the order. Cummins comes back in. I just think the mix is wrong, and I'm not sure if Pat Cummins is in their best 11 for the white ball 50-over game. It's interesting, Goss, you, you, you say that. Um, my observations in the last few games, particularly in, in – when things are chaotic and he has to bowl, I think it's becoming a challenge. Now, the captaincy is an all-in, uh, and it's a different style to what we're used to as an Australian captain who um, has the the knowledge to move the levers and change things around. He, it's a... Um, it's a complimentary way that they go about it. Steve Smith helps. They get some advice off the field about strategy and things like that, and then he goes and executes it. Because at the moment, his primary job is bowling, and with all this going on, I don't think he's executing his best ball at the right time. There are some deliveries that are just way off plan. You can tell because the field's not set, and he just gets belted, and then he has to reset again. It's like this shock that goes through his body about, oh, that was miles off it. Hmm. And that... Um, goes to tell me that his mind isn't just in that one little moment, which is delivering his best ball when we really need it. Hey, Bryce, just I reckon, in my opinion, putting Mitchell Stark aside, is our bowling just bland? Is it just it's, it's we're still bowling half trackers even in ODI? We did it all in the Ashes. We're doing it again now. Just bowling far, bowling far too short again. Blokes who don't spin it. Blokes who don't spin it. And bowling just looks bland, mate. Have we got anyone else coming through, or do we just keep rolling out these guys who have been so good for a, a long, long time? But is it time for to find some fresh blood? Yeah, I, I guess that's what happens when uh, you see them go around the park. The miss hits, uh, you know, it was an incredible ending to the top of the order. That was Quinn DeCock. He got 109. But uh, some of his top edges on those short balls, as you say, the pace is on. So anything that hits a, a top edge, sometimes he'd just put, throw his head back and go, oh, I'm done. But the ball would sail over the fence up into the stands because the boundaries are so small. So the pace on is working against a straight. Now, these are really good bowlers. But when it when it goes awry or they, there's a bit of luck against them, um, you know, it tends to go for a boundary or even over the boundary. So, look, uh, our options are, are a bit thin. These are tight squads. Um, we're carrying an injured player at the moment because we want him to come in later. That's Travis Head. Um, we've carried him through knowing that he can play potentially the last four games of the tournament. Um, and that's just restricting our, our bowling options, if you like. Um, to come in. We can bring in Sean Abbott, um, but again, that's more pace on, and we don't have a backup spinner for Adam Zampa either. So it's uh, 
it's a bit of a challenge. The positive, though, I must say, the positive is uh, Glenn Maxwell, who bowled superbly mm, last mm, night. He, he did. didn't miss his length. And just as an off-spinner, it's not so much about how much spin you're getting off the wicket, although he did and get some turn and bounce at times. Um, but it, it was uh, the length that he bowled, and that's the great skill in one-day cricket. That's where Adam Zamper is just a bit off his tucker at the moment. He's bowling all sorts of lengths. Um, which is costing him big runs. I'm glad you said we don't have a backup for, for Zampa, because if we did, and he's not playing, Zampa went for 170, so I'd be worried about how bad the backup is, but we don't have anyone else coming through. <laughs> yeah, look, he, he has been expensive, and that's because he's not nailing anything. His first two overs, he was on song, and I thought, here we go. He's back to his best. He's in the top 10 in, in one-day cricket, and even higher in T20 cricket in the world, so he can do it. But just at the moment, he um, whether it's confidence or whether it's uh, how he's executing, um, you know, maybe with a wet ball the other night and things like that. It's just not working for him at the moment. So he certainly needs to lift. He's one player that loves to step up into the contest with the chest out. That's what we're used to seeing. But at the moment, it looks like he's just sort of wandering around in the field when the discussions are happening with the captain. He he looks a bit um, bewildered rather than let me have the ball, I'm going to step into this moment. It it just seems to be a a mindset rather than necessarily a skill thing. Hey, Bryce, are you concerned about the way that they are treating or playing Cameron Green? So Cameron Green has now come out and said, I'm not going to play, uh, I think, for the Scorchers. I don't think he's going to play Big Bash um, because, you know, they want to look after him. Then he plays... One game, it gets dropped. Oh, it's all about looking after for the long part of the game. Mate, Seriously, the game will pass him by and we'll go, gee, he was he underachieved. He'll be on our list from yesterday of underachievers. What's going on there with Cameron Green? Yeah, and we don't want that. We know he's incredibly talented. Yeah. The opportunity he got that he got with, uh, with playing for Australia was at the top of the order. Now, everyone can't open the batting. But what we have is a team full of openers. Marcus Stoinis is outstanding because he bats at the top of the order generally. We've got him batting at seven. So it's a different role that we're playing these players. They're good players at the top of the order, but you can't bat them all up there. You know, we've selected Marsh to go up there. We've got Warner. He's a lock opening. But then we've got Steve Smith and Marnus Labuschagne in those top order spots. Maybe that's where we're going to find an igniter who can go up there like a Stoinis or, as you say, Cameron Green. Like, that's where he's done it. Uh, you know, maybe it's just a shuffle of the, the order rather than the personnel because uh, the cupboard's pretty bare while you're carrying an injured player, yeah. like, uh, as I mentioned, with, um, uh, with Head. Head. Yeah. Hey, on Sunday we take on Sri Lanka. I mean, that, this could sugarcoat everything. Uh, expected to win 4.30 Perth time in Lucknow. So they don't travel, so they stay there and they can lick their wounds and prepare for for this one. If they don't win this one, mate, they might as well pack up and come on. Yeah, you would imagine the three losses, even if they win the remaining games, six wins, three losses, that might be the borderline to get into the final series. Um, look, they're going to win some games. They're going to get some confidence back. We just hope it is uh, clearly on Sunday against Sri Lanka. Their batting is outstanding and they're, they're doing exceptionally well. Their bowling, not so much. So there might be an opportunity for those batters to build some confidence and uh, clock up a nice score on Sunday. Appreciate your time. News is bearing down on us. Always good to chat, mate. Let's hope we can have some better news come Sunday when we take on Sri Lanka. Thanks for joining us, and we really do appreciate it. 
Stick with him, boys. Stick with him. Oh, he's glass half full, Bryce. He's already loving him. Yeah, but you he know needs what? to spend some time with Kane. <laughs> okay, cool. He might rub off on Kane. He's, he's always positive, Bryce. He very much he's is. He's one of the good blokes. He is a good bloke. The OMF big, big spring sale is now on with up to 60% off selected mattresses. After seven, another good bloke. Mark Duffield's going to join us yeah. to talk. Of course, the code sport and host of SEN Mornings here in WA. For Beaumont Tiles, Duff's going to talk about all things trade and draft, and I'm just going to tell him, Harley Reid ain't going anywhere. Take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. He's going to West Coast Eagles with pick one.